everything caravan and camping. They've got everything. Yeah, g'day team and welcome to our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast sponsored by ECC Parks. My name's Scotty Hillier from Channel 7 and each week we're going to take you to a different destination around this great country of ours. We're going to get you there safe with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've got tech tips. We're going to chat to influencers. And we're also going to chat to you, the listeners. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your questions. We're going to have a bit of a laugh with our caravan park confessions. And every week, we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire and a set of tongs, none other than Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Now, ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping, and four-wheel driving. With more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products, and prices. They're only a click away. Let's go. Okay, where we're heading this week? Sunshine Coast, Queensland. Coolum Beach Holiday Park manager Jason Filippini. How are you, my friend? I'm great, Scotty. How are you today? I am good. Now, this part of the podcast, which will happen every week, it won't be with you. It'll be managers of the ECC parks all around Australia and New Zealand. But what we're doing, Jace, is we're giving people a bit of an idea what to expect if they come to the park we're going to talk about, what'll be there, what we can do while we're there, all of the above. How does that sound? Oh, it sounds excellent. It's a good plan. So, so much to tell you. I bet you have. So, Coolum, so we're just quickly, if you're travelling from Brizzy, it's around 120-odd k's, give or take, which is just under two hours. For the Sydney siders, if you want to drive to Coolum, it's over 1,000 k's, about 1,030, roughly 11 hours, but you'd probably break that up. And for our Victorians, oh, there's no booing in the crowd. We love our Victorians. It's about 1,815 k's. 20 hours or just over, so obviously you would break up that as well. How does that sound, Jace? Did I get that right? I'm only a fisherman. I can't. I, numbers are big, but I think I'm in the ballpark. I think you're on the money, <laughs> and you know what? All those different states are people we see all the time. That was probably – that is one of the questions, but since you've brought it up, you, I mean, Coolum. Let's talk location. They're coming from all around the country to come and visit this park, and I, I live at Markula just down the road, and I see the lineups into this park. It is popular. It is popular. It's got such a unique atmosphere and a unique setting. It's in a in what I refer to as one of the small towns within the Sunshine Coast. It's it's a standalone town that yep. people just love. You can come and stay at the park, and you don't have to get back in your car. We're right on the beach. Yep. You've got rubber shops right across the road. Perfect. You've got supermarket just up the road. You've got coffee shops. You've got restaurants. You've got the most amazing beach that the Sunshine Coast can offer. Yep. Sitting straight out the front, it's it's patrolled. We've got flags. We're dog-friendly. Yep. And once you go on the beach, you can go north heading towards Noosa, yep. and you can walk all the way with your dog up to Stuna's Creek. Wow. And so it is It is such an amazing location. Yeah, and, and you mentioned pets, and we're going to mention this in every podcast where we go. Pet-friendly, Jace, you do. You manage a lot of the parks. That's People are now travelling with their fur babies. Oh, they are. And yeah. we're seeing, especially outside of school holidays, we see more fur babies than we see kids. 
and people love their dog. Yeah, wow. And, and mate, it, it is a popular park, and, and I know a lot of the southerners like to come up here to get away from their cold. So, wh- what's the popular time to be visiting Coolum? When's your peak time? Oh, look, we've got a number of peak times. We've got the winter period, so that really starts at the end of May, and it goes right through to the start of school, September school holidays. Yeah, and we are chock a block of what I call the winter warriors. Yeah. They used to be known as Grey Nomads, but they yes. don't like that. No. They're our winter warriors. Love it, love it. They come in, they'll stay for three weeks, they'll stay for 10 weeks, but we are constantly full as a gook. Yes. People just love getting away from the cold. Yeah. They come up and they experience the Queensland sunshine. You and I, we've got jumper, jumpers on. Yeah. They're going swimming. They're yeah. going to the beach. They're walking around <laughs> in their togs, but they love it. No, that's good. Now, let's talk about the park. For those listening, maybe haven't been to Coolum there, run through your powered sites, unpowered sites, what cabins, sizes, amenities, your camp kitchen. Give me all of that, Jace. Okay, so it's a great location. We've got three amenity blocks. Yep. We've got all powered sites, a mixture of multi-purpose sites. That takes camper vans and tents and camper trailers and caravans. We've also got slab sites. We have six cabins that are all conveniently located in the middle of the park. We've got one, two camp kitchens, sorry, and one camp pavilion. It's a multi-purpose space. So regardless of what's going on outside, you can get out of the weather and you can have a gathering, you can have barbecues, you can bring this whole sense of community back to this pavilion. So we find that the people who are friends year on and year out and they don't see each other till they get to the park. Yep. They have lots of gatherings in these these community spaces and people just love joining in and everyone is welcome. Yeah, exactly. Now, mate, you encourage people to book because it is popular, isn't it? Absolutely. You've got to book and winter space is very heavy. Our Christmas space is very heavily booked. But outside of those spaces, we're still busy, yeah. but there's room. So yeah. get in and make some bookings. Yeah, perfect. And, and my fishing background, obviously, I'm going to let people know, I know Coolum Beach very well. If you do bring a couple of rods and you want to walk the beach gutters there, any certain time of the year, you'll catch yourself some dart. You'll get a few whiting. You'll get brim during winter. You'll get tailor in that spring sort of area. And there's rivers and creeks not too far as well so it's basically got it all and Jason I know you love your Coolum Park there and once again we're pet friendly we're at Coolum we're not too far from Brizzy and we're encouraging people if you want to check it out you can jump online or make sure you book if you're planning a trip that's it book ahead and plan your trip and come and say good day our staff want to see you lovely mate that's the Coolum Beach Holiday Park good on you Jace we'll chat to you sometime soon thanks Scotty And just to remember, there are 65 parks throughout Australia and New Zealand. If you head to all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au today, you can purchase an ECC Parks slash Family Parks Travel Rewards membership for a ridiculous low 30 bucks. That's right, only $30. Now, the membership gives you 10% off your stay at all ECC Parks Family Park destinations in Australia and New Zealand. Discounts and deals while you travel with their rewards, third night free voucher and an entry card to their frequent camper competition. So make sure you jump onto the website and follow that up. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. Now it's time for our weight and towing masterclass and we'd like to welcome to the stage one of the great men, Dave Lewis from Weight Check. How are you, mate? 
G'day, Scotty. How are you? Oh. Long time no see. I saw you back at the caravan. Yeah. Show. That was only a few weeks back. It is, mate. So give us a bit of backstory, Dave. This is our first podcast, everything yeah. caravan and camping. But a bit of background with you. You've been in this industry many years. Yeah, Scotty. So WayCheck, we started uh, six years ago, and we just saw a need in the market there for an easier way to weigh your car and your caravan. Back in those days, the only way you could do it would be to go to a public weighbridge. So the concept was about taking the weighbridge to the customer. We're a mobile service. We go there and we weigh the car and the caravan, but more importantly, we sit down with the people and go through all the numbers. Yeah, six years ago, Scotty, I was the only guy in Australia doing it back then. Now there's probably around about 90 or 100 companies around the country doing it. Yeah, you're still the best. You're still the best. But I guess, Dave, the big thing is people heading away on, on their trips, whether they be short or long, we want them to get to their destination and home safely and it's such a big thing it is that's right mate it is and like all the acronyms and everything with cars and caravan compliance ratings they're very confusing but yes at the end of the day it's about staying safe on the road all right mate so we've got a first one for you to, to, to cover and i know a lot of people will be listening intently so we're going to talk about vehicle weight compliances ratings and acronyms you just mentioned that because it is confusing so let's yep. go through when people mention btc gvm and GCM. Like, I'm a fisherman, Dave. I need it as simple as you can describe it for me, my friend. Yeah, that's right, Scotty. So, basically, we've got three We've got three compliances each for the car and the caravan. So, if we look at the car to start with, first one is BTC, which stands for brake towing capacity. So, this is what the car manufacturer says you can legally tow behind it, whether it's that 7.5-metre plate aluminium boat like yours or yep. whether it's a little caravan 16-foot like mine. So, what I can legally tow behind that car is on the on a compliance base somewhere on that vehicle. It also means that, say for instance, my BT50 has got a towing capacity of 3,500 kilos. I can legally tow three and a half ton behind it, yep. and I can actually have 10% of that weight on the tow ball. The tow bar is rated at 350 kilos. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And people yeah, are just forgetting so, this, aren't they? People are maybe buying the van first and not even realising that they need the right car to tow it. Exactly right, Scotty. And that's just one of the three ratings. So obviously, yep. once we work out what sort of caravan we've got, okay, can our car legally tow that caravan if it's fully loaded? Yes, it can. Righto. And then what is the tow ball weight going to be? So we're going to make sure that we're in within those ratings once again. So that's number one. We've still got number two that you've got to take into consideration. Yep. So gross vehicle mass, GVM. Now, gross vehicle mass is, once again, what the car manufacturer says is the maximum allowable weight that vehicle can weigh. So that includes people, fuel, all the accessories that, that us guys throw on cars, like bull bars and canopies yeah. and everything else, put those fridges in the back. So once again, on the compliance plate of the vehicle, there will be a maximum allowable weight, which is the gross vehicle mass. And that's just something that can't be exceeded. The gross vehicle mass of the car is all those things that I just described, but also as soon as you put the caravan onto the back of the car, onto the tow ball, yep. whatever that tow ball download weight is, now becomes part of that gross vehicle mass of the car. Yeah. So there's a bit to remember, isn't there, Dave? It, it's not just as simple right, as buying right. a van and off you go. So that's your GVM. Let's go through GCM. Yep, once again, the car manufacturer stipulates what the maximum allowable weight the car can weigh plus whatever it's towing. Again, if you're putting a big caravan behind a, a dual cab ute, you've got to make sure that GCM is achievable. Again, let's use my BT50 or a Ranger, for instance. Yep. Their gross combination mass is six tonne. A Land Cruiser is 6.8 tonne. Gotcha. So it's a little bit different. Once again, it's really important that we make sure 
that if we are if we do have a car and we're looking to buy a caravan, let's just make sure that it is achievable to keep all the weights under those three. Number one, the towing right. capacity. Number two, the weight the car can weigh. And number three, the combined weight of those two cars, of yeah. those two vehicles. Yeah, gotcha. So if people, Dave, are unsure, how do they yeah. get in contact with you? Because you make it easy. Just turn up or you'll turn up to them and you can do all of this for anyone. That's right. So they're totally mobile. So we'll come along, come to their house, make sure that the car and the caravan are hooked together on a flat, hard surface. And then we get all these numbers, put them into a three-page report. When then the most important part is we sit down with the people and say, okay, these are what all the terminologies mean. This is what it's allowed to weigh. Yep. This is what it physically weighs right here now. So now we're going to make sure that if you are over in something, okay, what are the options? How do we fix it? Yourself a plug. Give a plug. Yeah, mobilecaravanweighing.com.au uh, or easy, just ring us on 0477897700. Look at you go, Dave. And also, for the Everything Caravan and Camping family out there, if you've got any questions that you'd like us to raise with Dave in the coming podcasts, you can email us at podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Dave Lewis, it's always a pleasure, my friend. My pleasure's all mine, Scotty. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Hope you're enjoying this, our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. It is that time of the week for our tech tip, but Charlie Graham, how are you, mate? Not bad yourself, mate. How are you? I'm going good, but I guess number one podcast, a little bit of a background. You've you've been in the the off-road, the RV, the camping industry for many, many years, haven't you? Yep, I've been in and around it, been enjoying it, and especially at the moment, getting out and about and seeing this country, it is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, good on you. And you and I have a good relationship. We're at nearly every uh, Caravan in Queensland event there. We always have a chat. We maybe have the odd cold beverage. We talk horses. We get on like a house on fire, you and I, Charlie. Yeah, we do, mate. It's always <laughs> good times. And then it's probably the one highlight we get at those shows. Of course, don't forget, of course, catching on with all the lovely punters that come in to yeah. the gate to talk to. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Enjoy it when you come around and say hello. No, and that's what this podcast is all about, Charlie. We're hoping to give people some ideas, some tips, some tricks. So when they head away on their big trip, it's all about peace of mind. And we're going to be doing a weekly tech tip with you. And I've got the list and you've got the list. But first up, mate, a little tech tip, the Truma Combi D6. Have I said that right? Yes, you have, mate. It's the Truma Combi. So the Combi meaning it is a hot water and a caravan heater in one. Oh. So very compact, nice, neat little unit. And the D6 stands for diesel 6 kilowatts. So it's a very powerful little unit. You've got 10 litres of water capacity. It's going to fit just about every camper trailer or caravan out there. And the awesome thing is it's a ducted system. So I don't need to have my aircon on the roof running. I can duct that thing right up to my bed and I'll have a nice hot air blowing straight over me so I'm nice and snug all night long. There you go. So there's no need to be, to be hot to have cold water. You can all do this in one. Unbelievable. That's it, mate. And the cool thing is it's all controlled through a nice little easy panel on the wall. And we're also coming out soon. We're having this Bluetooth option that's going to be all controlled through your phone. It's going to be the next generation of caravan camping. Wow. I knew these tech tips would be good. Charlie Graham, always a pleasure, mate. And we will be catching up with you every week. Have a good one, buddy. Awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you, mate. I hope you're enjoying this, our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. Now, I don't know whether to be frightened, excited about our next little segment that will be in every podcast, and it's called Caravan Park Confessions with Jason Filippini. How are you, mate? 
Oh, good. Thanks, Scotty. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm really good. And I can't wait for this because you live, eat and breathe the RV world, caravan parks. You're managing most of the ones on the sunny coast. You've been to, to most of the ECC parks around the country. Reality is you're, you have an ear to the ground. You're seeing it. You're hearing it. You're a part of it. You are the man to tell us the stories. Oh, and boy, have I got a lot of stories. <laughs> Every day is an adventure. Now, I guess for the listeners, we need to let them know, Jace. do we need to put our fingers in our ears? Is it, is it okay to listen? Because I'm sure there are some that won't even make it to where that you've heard over your years and years and years of doing this. Look, I'll try and keep it as G-rated as possible, <laughs> but you know what? There are some that are a little bit, put the finger in the ears, don't let the kids listen to Oh, I love it. All right, mate, let's go. Caravan Park Confessions with Jason. Let's go, number one. What have you What have you heard? What have you got for us? Look, this is a, one of the pearls that we've always had. One of my parks, we had this myth of the September shitter. Every September school holidays, there was someone that would come and shit in the showers every single holiday. And it got to the point there was a lynch mob trying to catch this guy out. He is still like a Loch Ness monster. No one knows who he is. Did you say in the shower? Doing a number two in the shower? Doing a number two in the shower, and he is the, the miss of the park. He is the September shitter, and we've never been able to catch him. Okay, if you're out there, September shitter, keep keep yourself anonymous because Jason and the team are looking for you. Oh, wow. Mate, this, this is going to be a fun segment. Thank you for that. We will catch up next week, my friend. Thanks, Scotty. Come on. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. Okay, time to hit the road as we do every week, whether it's with influencers or people that have hopefully will be emailing in and saying, Scotty, we want you to catch up and come and have a chat and we'll talk tips. We're going to talk about where you've been, where you want to go, all of the above. And right now, we're just about to chat with the Lifestyle Pioneers. Now, Simon and Liz Bailey, and they are the hosts of Everything Caravan and Camping, the off-grid travel series that you can see on YouTube. Let's catch up with the team. How are we, guys? Yeah, good, thanks, Scott. How are you? Yeah, good. Simon and Liz, great to be chatting. We're excited. Now, I'm doing the podcast. I'm having a bit of a blab, but you guys have been out doing it, I guess. Simon, a bit of backstory, where you guys are from, how long you've been doing the travel series, how long you've been on the road, all that good stuff. Yeah, no worries. So we started travelling about two and a half years ago, full-time. Yeah, We've been into camping and travelling a long time before that, but full-time for the last couple of years. And uh, yeah, we were in Canberra before we set off, enjoying the the summers up and through the winters <laughs> up north, getting away from that cold winters down there in Canberra. Oh, and uh, yeah, travelling travelling around full-time with the two kids. Oh, so you got the kids. Liz, how old are the kids? James just turned five and Harrison seven. Seven. So, fun. <laughs> so that's that involves a bit of homeschooling now, especially a seven-year-old. Yeah, so Harrison does distance education, which yep. is the school of the air. So he does that, and James will start kindy next year. Yeah, exciting right. times. It's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit, bit of a challenge to get it all get I, through all the work. How do you do it? School, it school of the air, tutoring, you're hosting a show online. Where do you find the times? <laughs> the time of the day you pay. But, <laughs> we, we had an interesting question the other day. Scott, someone asked us on our socials if we ever get bored. We, we, we don't. We don't ever get bored, mate. We're, uh, we're we're busy, but it's the way we like it. It keeps life interesting, and yeah, yeah we're always running around trying to do whatever we can. And, and I guess the big one: what are you doing it in? What are you towing? What are you driving? People out there listening are going, "Wow, what are they? What are they doing this in?" They want to maybe copy you or get tips. So, what are you? What's it all happening in? 
So the last couple of years we've been travelling in our trusty 2017 Ford Ranger. Yeah. It's, it's done a lot for us, but we're actually just about to get a new vehicle. In the next couple of weeks, we'll be getting a 76 Series Land Cruiser and doing a full build series on that on our YouTube channel. So really wow. excited for that. Wow. And in terms of van, mate? Yeah, so we've got a Titanium Hardcore. It's a 19-foot-6 family van, obviously, with the yep. two bunks for the kids. Perfect. It's only a few months old as well, that one. So that was a bit of an upgrade we did this year. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get out and get back out into the outback yeah. where we love love travelling and, and using the new gear. Yeah, I, I guess so. A couple of years on the road, you've left Canberra. It was bloody cold there too. I've been there once or twice. Have you got a couple of favourite spots? Something that jumps to mind, Simon and or Liz? It could be the same spot, could be different. Where have you been that you think, we've we got to go back there? Mate, there's some incredible beaches and everything out there, especially in WA. But yeah. for us, it's anywhere that's remote and outback, we just love getting away from it all and yep. and the more remote and the more off grid the better for us wow yeah, absolutely anything that's a bit of a, a challenge to get into yeah it just is so much more rewarding when you get there you set up and kick back it's just ten thousand times better if there's a bit of a challenge and a bit hard to get in yeah and lizzie you're finding the people you're talking to this off the grid's become a, it's a popular word lithium batteries have changed the world are you finding a lot more people are keen to do what you guys have just said get off grid Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's so many more people uh, traveling these days. And like you said, really battery technology with lithium batteries now. Yeah. You can run a lot more appliances. Like, for example, we've got a dishwasher in our caravan. We've got a washing machine. We've got a full-size coffee machine. Wow. We're putting in a desalinator. We're not roughing it. It's really just living off-grid. But, yeah, if you set yourself upright yep. and you, yeah, Think about how you want to travel and make sure you've got the gear to be able to do that. Yeah. It's just so much more sustainable long term than what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. That love that, love yeah. off grid and it's definitely catching on. I think there's a lot of people get jumped on the bandwagon, so to speak. Yeah, that's what I keep saying to my wife, Simon. I keep saying, sweetheart, it's not like I used to take her away in a thirteen foot Bonwood about twenty years ago. I'm saying things have changed, sweetheart. You got washing machines, <laughs> dishwashers, aircon, television, comfy beds. It's it, the, the world has changed, Simon. Some of these vans that you guys are going away in are just out of this world. Yeah, they are. And uh, one thing we do try and tell people is don't get too carried away with it to start with. That's a big part of this off-grid series we did with everything, caravan and camping on YouTube, was all about just educating people and helping them understand the yeah. things you need to consider when you do want to go and live off-grid for extended periods of time. It's not about necessarily spending a heap of money and having all the latest and greatest. But it is just about understanding those principles because, yeah, if you can extend that time off grid, you can get into those harder to get to places like we were talking about before and spend yeah. longer there once you get there. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Uh, fantastic, mate. So you talked about you don't need everything that opens and shuts. Any other tips or even um, with you, Liz, that you've you've chatted to people and thought, mm, that's a good little tip. We shouldn't do that. We should take that. Any any other for those out there listening thinking, oh, you know, that's a good little tip. Anything you could pass on? Yeah, look, I think the biggest thing for us is just trying to stay as flexible as you can with your travel plans. I think the best parts of travel are often the unplanned bits. So have a bit of an idea of where you want to go and what you want to see and do, but, but keep plenty of flexibility in your itinerary so that you can take advantage of opportunities as they present themselves. Talking to other travellers and meeting locals, you find out about all these spots that you never would have known about otherwise. And sometimes you get to a place that you think is going to be great and it's not necessarily for you. So it's always good to have a bit of flexibility built in. That's definitely the biggest lesson for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then the only other thing I would add to that is there's so many. We've been traveling for so long now. Yep. It's really a big part of the reason we created the off-grid series on YouTube was to just give people that information that's sometimes really hard to find. Like, how do you need to specify your electrical system? Yep. How does finding water work on the road? Where do you get it? How do you keep it? What are your water-saving tips? 
Yep. That's why we created the Off-Grid series, which is basically a 12-part series of all our tips and tricks. Yeah. But then the comment section from the community, because people that reply, they've, everyone's got different setups, and it's not yep. necessarily just for caravanners. It's for tents, it's for vans, it's for camper trailers and caravans, any kind of camping yep. flags. And the comments are just a treasure field of... Yay. For all different setups. Yep. If you really want to get the most out of it, I'd recommend going to just go check out that series and Yay. read the comments as well because they're full of tips. Yeah, lovely. And where can people find the series? Yes, yeah, so the Pioneers on YouTube. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, but that whole series has been shared on our YouTube channel. So you can head over there and find it. There's a playlist there for it as well. So you can watch it from start to finish or pick the eyes out of it, depending on what you need to find out and what you want to learn about. Yeah, I, I love the comment section, Liz. You were saying people, and you know, you guys get back to as many as you can, and, and it creates a bit of a conversation. And before people know it, they've had their questions answered, and, and away you go. So I love how you're saying you've got plenty of comments and, and if you guys get the time, which I know you're busy, you also try and get back to as many people as you can. Absolutely. And and like you say, Scott, even though we've got a couple of years' experience under our belt, we don't know it all. There's yes. still uh, yep. awesome community of people out there that have got lots of tips and tricks to share. So, yeah, yeah. those comments, that's a great way to get into that. And leave your own comment and questions and we'll, yeah. we'll get back to you. We, we try and get back to any questions on this. Yeah, it's definitely a great way to get that info. Yeah. And just quickly before we let you guys go, bucket list. Have you, where are we heading? Have you got somewhere that you've both written down and said... We're going there. We have got to get there. It's a funny thing with travel, Scott. As many places as you tick off the list, you discover many, yeah, many more. Yeah, true. The, list. So the, the <laughs> list doesn't get shorter. It gets yeah. a lot longer. But we're, we're really keen to get back in the outback. Like we said, we've got some desert exploration stuff coming up. Yeah. And we're getting back to Western Australia in the next few months and spending some time over there next year back up to the north into the Kimberley. It's just, yeah, we're just going to keep going around, mate, because that list yeah. just keeps getting longer. Oh, fantastic. Look, the Lifestyle Pioneers, Simon and Liz Bailey, it's been a pleasure, and I look forward to catching as we get through this podcast series to, to revisiting you guys and telling us where you've been and what you're up to, because it sounds like you guys have fun. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. We're doing our best, mate. Looking forward to it, and thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Good on you, team. Safe travels. Thanks, mate. You too. See you, guys. Hope you are enjoying this. Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. Now, who loves food? Like the big fella here, I love a good feed of food. And it is time to bring in our uh, our chef, the man who has cooked all around the world, all around Australia, fire to fork, the great Harry Fisher. G'day, mate. How are you, mate? Doing very well, yeah. Welcome to the podcast, and tell people yeah. a bit about your backstory. Now, you are over in the lovely Western Australia. I am, mate, yeah. Believe it or not, um, my backstory is very weird. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> an accountant by trade. Get out. Yeah, I have no formal cooking training. My mum is a chef. Yeah. But it turns out I just had a bit of a knack for it, and after too many years of being relegated to camp cook and thinking that I need to start sharing my recipes and yeah. being creative... I decided to start a little Instagram page and Facebook page and whatever, and, and that grew very quickly. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was still working in my corporate job. And anyway, I, yeah, one day decided I didn't want to work in my corporate job anymore. <laughs> and I enough. gave it up. And yeah, anyway, so I decided to move up to Broome with the, with the bride, and we moved up for a year. Great old time. Started making videos because this little thing came along called COVID. Yeah. So I had a bunch of tourism work where I was going to take people out and show them how to cook and whatever. Oh, that yeah. all dried up. So I thought, oh, well, let's lean into this social media thing. And yeah, the rest is kind of history. Yeah. It just got bigger and bigger. And then, yeah, all of a sudden I thought, you know what? I might not go back. Yeah, so you're fine. I, I see. I might just. Over, over 60,000 followers on on Insta there. But, so it's fair to say your mum, your passion for cooking, your mum was a, a chef? Yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. So my, my old man grew up in Zimbabwe, and so cooking on fire was always a normal thing. 
for him. And whenever we used to go camping and stuff, my mum would, I guess, take it to the next level. He was always great at getting the fire sauce ready and having it all ready as a good platform to cook on, but she was magic at actually yeah. executing. So they call so I learned to cook. They call it a broy over in South that's, Africa. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I've broy. got South African friends, and they say, oh, "We have a big broy." It's like, okay. Is that just a barbecue? No, yeah. we're having a broy. Different is that one's solid fuel and one's gas. So you, you ah. a gas barbecue is not a broy. Gotcha. Uh, a broy has to be on charcoal or wood. Love it, love it, love it, and that's why we've got you. And you know, I've been chatting to people, telling them. We've got Harry Fisher on the show, and they're that excited. For the eternity, hopefully, of the podcast, you'll be just giving some nice, simple, for people that have been on the road for six, seven, five hours, they want to yeah. cook something simple. What do you, Podcast number one, Harry, what are you going to kick us off with? Well, I thought I'd do something that you'd be interested in, so I thought I'd give us a quick little fish wrap recipe. Yes. Um, hopefully, if you've been fishing at some point, you've got some fish in the fridge or the freezer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's step one. If, if you're anything like me, it comes from a fishmonger <laughs> or trading beers with people who are much better at fishing than me. <laughs> Grab yourself some nice white fish, chop up the fillets into some smallish pieces. Now, the traditional thing, we've all heard it a million times, you dunk in some egg and flour and yep. panko. Bugger all that off. Yep. Get rid of all that stuff. All you want is a thing of oyster sauce. Oh, yeah. sauce doesn't taste anything like oysters. It just tastes sweet and salty and sticky. And you coat the fish in oyster sauce, mm. roll it in some panko crumbs, and then shallow fry it like you normally would. And the result is phenomenal. It's slightly burnt-tasting, sweet, salty, incredibly crispy coating yeah. on the fish. Wow. So you do that, whack it in a wrap, little bit of little tiny bit of wasabi in there, a yeah. little bit of soy sauce, and some good old Japanese kewpie mayo. Slice on some cucumber, and I'll tell you what, you'll never have a better fish wrap. We tried about 20 different varieties of fish wrap. We tried every different combination you could think of, and we ended up with that really simple little combination as just by far and away the best. We cooked it two days ago. Well, mate, I've got to say, like I've been doing Creek to Coast for 13, 14 odd years, and I've never, and we've had chefs on the show, I've never heard of the oyster sauce with the fish. There you go. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. I, dead said I am going to, I'm going home to try that. But for those that are listening to the podcast, they might want to – they didn't have time to write the recipe down or they want to actually see the recipe being done. Where can people catch up with you, Harry? Oh, no worries. Look, mate, I'm, I've got pretty much everything I'll be talking about on YouTube. So if you Google fire to fork fish wrap, it'll come up on YouTube and you'll see me cooking it up in, in Kununurra. No, and I'm up in the Kimberley. I'll tell you what, if you see me cooking that on Creek to Coast and saying it's mine, you can come and get me. <laughs> so <Scott>, that's mine. <laughs> Deal. All right, if you want to uh, ask Harry any questions, you fire them through to me at podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Harry, look forward to catching up with you every week, mate, because people, there's one thing about travelling in the RV world, but we've got to eat whilst we're on the road. <laughs> Couldn't agree, mate. Eat better in the bush. Good on you, Harry. Cheers, buddy. See you, mate. Let's go. Now, don't forget to head to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page at all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC Marketplace. Now, don't forget to catch up on all of our ECC episodes. Go to where you get your podcasts, or it's pretty simple. Head over to the website at all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Well, that's it for this week. Hopefully you've enjoyed our podcast because I know I've had an absolute blast. Now, we'd love to hear from you, our listeners. We want to get you onto the show. If you're on a trip at the moment, you're planning a trip, if you've got any questions about anything we've covered, 
We want to hear from you. Now, you can email us at podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads. See you next time. Come on. Let's go. They've got everything. Everything caravan and camping. Let's go. They've got everything.